Hello, welcome to another episode of Walk a Day in My Culture. This is a podcast where I help you increase your cultural awareness by just talking with you about the daily experiences I have as a black woman. I really do believe that if you can experience the things that I go through on a day-to-day basis, that it will have you hypothetically walk a day in my culture, which helps you to literally walk on the path of increasing your cultural awareness. So with that said, let's get into today's episode, which is entitled, All White People Are Not Created Equal. (laughs) I uh, came up with this title and thought about doing this topic today just because I was kind of reflecting after hanging out with a friend of mine um, who is white and that's not an identifying thing because I have more than one white friend which is why I feel like this is a great topic because not all white people are created equal Um, and it really got me to thinking about all of the friends that I have and consider actual friends who are white and why I'm able to be friends with them and my true authentic black self. Um, I don't water it down. I'm very much who I am with all of them. And so it just really got me to kind of thinking like about this concept that not all white people are created equally. I am not going to be cool with every white person, even if I'm cordial. There's a difference between me being cordial, me being friendly, even me hanging out on occasion, um, as opposed to me being the true, raw and unapologetic, authentic black Nerissa, right? And so... I'm not going to tell the story of the hangout because then that would give it away. But all of my white friends listening, um, this applies to all of you because you are not created equal. And that's a compliment, right? In comparison to um, other white people. So what makes white people different from others and what makes us as black people feel comfortable enough to hang out with them, be our true authentic self, embrace our blackness, embrace the beauty of our blackness, um, and not feel the need to water ourselves down, right? What makes some white people stand out more than other white people? Um, And what makes us feel comfortable in just being our own person and being in our own skin. So I will talk about what makes them different and different in a good way after this commercial break. So just give me a second. So the first thing I feel that makes uh, certain white people different from others, and when I say different, because I'm not going to keep saying this through the podcast, I mean different in a good way. I want to specify that um, different in a way that makes us comfortable as black people. So the first thing um, that I feel that makes white people different is you not being their token black friend, right? Even if you may happen to be the only black friend that they have, 
you're not a token. There's a big difference between being the only black friend that someone has and being the token black friend. And so let me kind of tell you almost like a sub title, so to speak, (laughs) of this um, first point, right? So the first point is that you're not their token. Um, I never feel like I'm my white friend's token black friend ever. And the reason because of that is they do their homework. They do their own homework where they learn about cultural awareness. They do their own research um, about how to work with the black community, how to engage with the black community. They don't come to me asking me questions um, and trying to get information or trying to have me teach them. That just doesn't happen in the dynamics that I have um, with my actual true friendships with my white friends. Even with me being this person who does a lot of cultural awareness and does trainings and writes newsletters, they never come to me and ask me questions. We have conversations um, and we have really thought-provoking discussions, but they never ask me stuff or ask me to teach them anything. Um, They do learn from me because I think that's just natural with the type of work that I do um, and with them, you know, following my work and being supporters of my work, but they don't, they, they don't, I don't, should I say, teach them. They learn from themselves, they research on their own, and the most that will happen is if I've written a really thought-provoking newsletter, we'll have a conversation about it. And speaking of my newsletter. Now, you know, I had to pause my podcast yet again because I am going to promo and promo and promo my newsletter. Why wouldn't I? I get so much good feedback about it. People actually really like it. I have a lot of subscribers. And so if you aren't subscribed, why? Like, I'll wait. I'm just trying to figure it out because I have two subscriptions. One is free and the other one is paid. So there is really no excuse for you to not sign up for one of my subscriptions. I mean, what do you have to lose? It's free or you can pay. And if you don't like it, you can opt out and not continue the paid subscription. If you are not aware of my newsletters, which you should be, you can go and check them out on my website, bloomintoyourbestself.com. I will leave a link in the session notes, but go and check it out on my website. Look um, at my newsletters, see what you think about them, and then sign up for one of the subscriptions, either paid or free. It gets great content. Um, You will receive a whole bunch of good stuff in your inbox, depending on what subscription you decide to go with. And I know you'll like my newsletter because if you like my podcast, you will love my newsletter. So after you finish listening, go to my website, bloomintoyourbestself.com and sign up. Back to the podcast. The other thing that um, helps a lot with um, 
being comfortable talking with white people um, and dealing with different types of white people is the fact that they aren't fragile. None of my white friends have this white fragility thing going on. And if they do slip up ever so often, they are able to recognize their own blind spots and their own bias. They're not walking around all butthurt by the things that I might say. Um, If I have had an issue of being um, discriminated against or feeling oppressed or feeling like I was treated in a racist manner and I just rant about it, there's never this weird, awkward silence or awkward feeling. There's validation from them. Um, There's acknowledgement that they are part, not part like racist or people that um, discriminate against, but they are able to acknowledge you know, my culture has a lot of work that they need to do and they are very oppressive. And I can acknowledge the fact that I am within this culture and I'm sorry that this type of thing is happening with you. That is key, right? Again, I can talk about these issues that happen. I don't have to feel the need to take care of them or water anything down for their sake or for their feelings. It really just shows that they've done the work to recognize that they have white privilege and to keep their white fragility in check. And when the white fragility kind of slips, they are able to check it at the door and work through it. And I've even had an instance um, with one of my friends where we had to kind of talk about a situation and it was fine, right? They acknowledged what happened. Um, They acknowledged that their white privilege got in the way in that moment and we moved on and it wasn't weird. It wasn't this weird situation, right? And so I think that's super, super key when trying to really think about what makes certain white people different and in a way, what makes them a cut above the rest? Because let me tell you, it is some white people that they mean well, their intentions are good, but I am not going to be my full-fledged, extra black, extra natural hair, saying certain things around them because they just don't get it and they don't understand. And I don't feel like being a teacher in a friendship. And so I could be cordial. I can, you know, have some small talk, but as far as anything deep, Um, an intellectual or deep with what I'm going through or what I'm dealing with as a black woman, just not going to do it with certain white people because they are not at these levels where I'm not their token friend and they are not super, super fragile. And it might seem like those are only two points, but there's so much and so many layers within those points um, that it just makes a major difference if you have those two things together um, within your friendship with a black person um, and trying to get to know a black person because you like that person, not because they're black and you can get some information from them or say that you're down because you have one black friend. Like, no, sweetie, that's just not how it works. So 
Anywho, this was my rant. These were my random thoughts after hanging out with one of my friends um, and just really thinking about the fact that not all white people are created equal. Um, So our cultural tidbit for today is for you to look up the Robin D'Angelo article and it is called White Fragility. If you are white, you need to read this article. It is bomb bomb. Do you hear me? And while we're on this topic, again, just to kind of catapult what I'm saying, my white friends have done their work. I got this article from one of them, had never heard of this term until they shared it with me, right? And so that just goes to show the level of work you need to do to make us as black friends feel really comfortable being your friend. So you need to read this article. And if you ain't white, you still need to read this article so that you are able to decipher what's going on when you are interacting with white people. And I know it's a burden that we don't like to carry, but sometimes you might have to educate that white person that's fragile. And a lot of folks like this evidence-based work and proof and research, and the proof is in the pudding in this Robin D'Angelo article. So you need to go out and and find it and read it. I'm not linking it because I want to respect copyright um, privileges, but honestly speaking, it's so easy to find and it's free and you can get the whole article on Google. All you have to do is um, type in Robin D'Angelo white fragility article, put that in Google, put that in Safari, whatever you are using to search and her article, I think it might be the second Um, link that pops up. It's a PDF. So Robin D'Angelo and it's D-I-A-N-G-E-L-O and you'll be able to find the PDF. Next week, our episode is titled Gentrification Religiously Displaced. Until next time we chat, I really want you to do something that'll help you bloom into your best self And I'm super excited to have you return and walk another day in my culture.